this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 323 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple of great backlist titles related to the week's new releases. So hello! I'm here to talk to you for a few minutes about older books, which I am very excited about. I have a couple of great books to tell you about today. I've had a pretty great week. What is it? Let's see. Oh, first of all, today's Friday the 13th. Ooh. Does that even mean anything? I didn't even realize it was today until I started recording the show. It's. I probably should have done a show you know, around that theme, but I just, I didn't, I didn't think of it. But I love the books that I'm going to talk about today. I'm also excited because last week I took a little reading vacation, which was really fun, and I read some great stuff, but it was almost all entirely new books. But I did ask Twitter to tell me about some of their favorite backlist titles that they feel like everyone should read, and I got some great recommendations, which I will hopefully be receiving soon, and then I will read them, because that's how that works, and then I will tell you about them in the future. I'm very excited about that. Uh, But for now, I'm going to tell you about two great books today. Although before we do that, we are going to hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Yin Press, your favorite publisher of Japanese manga and novels. Tragedy unfolds on the first day of spring when a train derails at Nishi Iwakahama Station, changing the course of hundreds of lives. Two months later, a rumor spreads of a ghost with the power to send others back in time, inevitably attracting those who seek a chance to go back to that fateful day. The God of Nishi Yuagahama Station by Takeshi Morase is a moving story about the unpredictability of life. It aims to comfort tired souls and answers the famous question, what would you do if you had a second chance? Told through the eyes of a student, a son, and a bride-to-be, this heart-wrenching novel is a reflection of how grief impacts us and what we must do to pick up the pieces. Don't miss this literary debut full of fabulism and time travel by Japanese writer Takeshi Murase. To learn more, please visit yinpress.com. And thanks again to Yin Press, your favorite publisher of Japanese manga and novels, for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Penguin Team. In a world where the children of the gods inherit their powers, a descendant of the Greek fates must solve a series of impossible murders to save her sisters, her soulmate, and her city. Descendants of the fates are always born in threes. There's one to weave, one to draw, and one to cut the threads that connect people to the things they love and to life itself. And the Aura sisters are no exceptions. There is Eo, the youngest, who uses her fate-born abilities as a private investigator, but her latest job leads her to a horrific discovery. Somebody is abducting women and setting the result wraiths loose in the city to kill. 
Now, the second book in the series, Hearts That Cut, will be on sale June 18th, 2024. This is a must read for all Greek mythology and fantasy fans. This is dripping with atmosphere, edged with danger. Threads that bind weaves together a gorgeous dark tapestry of mystery, faded romance, and modern myth. You won't be able to put this one down. And that comes from Alexander Bracken, New York Times bestselling author of Lore. So make sure to pick up Threads That Bind by Kitsa Hatsapolu. And thanks again to Penguin Teen for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so my first pick today, there is a book out this week called Mrs. March by Virginia Fato, and it's a fantastic, claustrophobic, creepy, disturbing novel about a middle-aged woman who is married to a very famous author, and she starts to imagine that the character in his newest book, who is not a very nice character, is based on her. And she starts to worry that everyone thinks it's based on her and that that's how her husband feels about her. And then she starts to imagine that everyone is laughing at her and it just kind of snowballs from there and becomes seriously disturbing. Like, seriously. It's very Shirley Jackson. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And speaking of Shirley Jackson, Elizabeth Moss is going to star in the movie version of Mrs. March. She was in the Shirley movie. She was in Mad Men and Handmaid's Tale. She actually has the blurb on the jacket, which is pretty amazing. Uh, So I'm excited to watch that. But it reminded me of The Days of Abandonment by Elena Ferrante, which was also in the news recently, uh, but for different reasons, which I'll explain in a minute. But this one is also about a woman who's starting to feel trapped. She finds out her husband has been cheating on her. He leaves her with their their two young children. And of course, she's heartbroken and she feels betrayed and she's devastated. But staying in this house with these two little kids without him starts to take a toll on her psyche. She feels very trapped in the house with the children, like literally. And it's very claustrophobic feeling like Mrs. March. You know, we feel trapped inside with this woman as her behavior gets more outlandish, as her thoughts are racing, as she tries to figure out what she's going to do. I really enjoyed it. I think it's her first novel, Elena Ferrante, but I'm not entirely certain. But I was really excited when they announced that Natalie Portman was going to be starring in the movie version of this because I thought it was an excellent choice. But now they just announced that HBO is no longer going ahead with the project, which is sad um, because I would have loved to have seen that. I read this book when it came out, which was at least 10 years ago. So if you need content warnings, I would suggest doing more research. But what I remember, I can say there is definitely discussions of infidelity and mental illness. So that one is The Days of Abandonment by Ilana Ferrante. Another book out this week that I'm very excited about is Human Zoo by Sabina Murray, because I am so in love with Sabina Murray's last book, which is Valiant Gentleman. I believe I talked about it on the show when it came out, and I want to mention it again here because it was like on all the end of the year lists, and I still feel like hardly anyone read it, and it's such a great book. It's actually based on real people from history. The Irish patriot Roger Casement, his friend Herbert Ward, and uh, Herbert Ward's wife, the Argentinian-American heiress Sarita Sanford. And it takes place, I think it starts at the end of the 1800s, if I remember correctly. Uh, Roger and Herbert meet in the Congo when they are young men. They end up knowing each other for over 40 years. They have adventures in the Congo. They move to France. Herbert meets Sarita, and they have an amazing marriage, and they have children. Roger is has, like, a different path in life. He is gay, but that is illegal in Ireland, so he can't tell anyone. 
Uh, so that's a, sor- a source of stress and it causes problems in their relationship. And when World War I starts, Herbert's children are and Herbert himself are sent to fight for England, but Roger Ward's political views were very different than Herbert's, and they used to fight about them a lot. And he instead goes to work alongside the Germans to help free Ireland from British rule. And this becomes a huge problem in their friendship, and their friendship dissolves. It's just, oh, it's, I'm not doing it justice, first of all. Like, I just don't know that I could. It's a beautiful, tragic story of love and friendship and betrayal. And we see many historical events and different places throughout the book. Murray is just an incredible writer. And this book sort of, like, draws you in and makes you feel welcome, if that makes any sense. I just... Like, I don't know that I would have found this on my own if it hadn't been brought to my attention. And I'm so glad that it was because it's so gorgeous and sad and it makes me think about it all the time. I do want to give content warnings for what I can remember. Uh, Racism, colonialism, war, homophobia, and death. Please do more research if needed. And that brings me to today's dealer's choice. I read so many great new books last week, and I wish I could tell you about all of them today, but I can't, so I'm going to pick one that I loved so much. It's Unlikely Animals by Annie Hartnett. She wrote Rabbit Cake a few years ago, which is a really, really, really adorable, sad, amazing debut novel, and I highly recommend grabbing that one right now. This one is called Unlikely Animals. It comes out in April of next year. It's about a young woman named Emma. She's born in a small New Hampshire town, and when Emma is born... She apparently has the healing touch. Like, you just have to go with this. She she has the ability to heal people with her hands. But her parents are like, no. Like, we're not going to turn you into a circus sideshow as a small child. Like, you're not allowed to heal anybody. Don't touch anybody. And so she's not allowed to use it. They say, like, when you're an adult, you know, then you can make your own decisions. And we think you should be a doctor. And so for her whole life, they're like, you should be a doctor. You should be a doctor because you can heal people. Be a doctor. So when she's old enough, she goes off to college in California. And now when the book starts, she's received word that her father, Clive, is dying. He has some kind of mysterious brain illness that is causing dementia. He's also seeing the ghost of a New Hampshire naturalist who lived in their town 100 years before. This, this guy, he's a character in the book. He hangs out. He talks to Clive. And so she returns home because she wants to see her father. She knows that her mother has probably summoned her because she wants her to put her hands on her father and maybe heal him. And she hasn't tried it in so long, she doesn't even know if it still works. Her brother is also living with her parents now. This book covers the opioid epidemic in New Hampshire as well. And her brother is a recovering addict. He's out from his most recent rehab stay, and he's living with his with their parents. And so she moves there. And when she moves there, she finds out that her best friend from high school is missing. They had a, a falling out when she moved to California. They hadn't spoken since. And Emma finds out that now this woman is missing. But because she was also a drug addict, the police are like, oh, you know, she probably ran off or she's staying with somebody. And they're not looking for her, except for her father, who spends all his time putting up missing p- persons posters for this young woman. Um, and so Emma just wants to help everybody. Clive just wants to help everybody. And it sounds sad, right? It does. It sounds sad. But it's actually so full of life, and it's also incredibly funny. There are so many more plot lines not mentioned in the description, so I'm not going to tell you about them here. But I was surprised by how much is actually in this book when I went to write about it, including the narrators. The narrators of this book are one of my favorite parts of the novel, uh, and they're not mentioned in the blurb, so I don't want to spoil it for you right now. But it's so good. It's a little John Irving. It's a little Jamie Attenberg. 
If you've been looking for something similar to Nothing to See Here by Kevin Wilson, this is a great comp. Uh, this one is called Unlikely Animals by Annie Hartnett, and it is out in April. And that is it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you to our sponsor. Thank you to our awesome audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty and on Instagram at Franz and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday t- to tell you about the week's great new releases. And for more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. Have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>